Previously on QuestFest. The dropouts will open in the White Elk Inn, uh, where they've just arrived, and you will be recounting the tale that got you there. For this session or sessions, there is a new mechanic. All of the players will start with two story coins, where effectively you can say, wait, that's not how I remember it, and change whatever is happening. We're going to be opening as the campus is engaged in a warfare simulation. The four of you have been assigned to function as what is essentially a small independent squad. You are under the charge of Sir Joffrey Godport. He is essentially, in this situation, your commanding officer. He is a year ahead of you in the school, and effectively, he is in contact with the teachers. None of you died. Perfect. We have our orders. And he points to one of the towers. We are to retrieve medical supplies and bring them to the back lines. As you reach the peak, uh, you see a small chest in the middle of the room. Stepping into the room are four students. As they enter the room, they, having already noticed you, have already drawn their weapons and said, Joffrey told us what to do here. You know. Come at me, I dare you. He gets, what I would say, awfully lucky, because he rolled a 21. Ooh. You can stop coming at me. Mm. <laughs> right. I don't think he did. Oh, oh you're going to do the thing. I don't think he did. Oh, oh you're going to do the thing. Oh, yeah. That's the first one that Edwin has used. Thank you, darling. Hey. Okay, so what um, happened instead? But yeah, Thurid, that's not the way I remember it. I remember him throwing it wildly off to the side and us all laughing at him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> The sword is flung off to the side, <laughs> clattering off of the wall. In the story, he looks confused. <laughs> so, Ryan, we're to you. At this point, I think I'm gonna walk a little bit closer and proceed to try again with the crossbow. And I'm gonna aim it again at the same victim, because why not? Double strike. <laughs> so at that point, I have a 16. Okay. And unfortunately, you do not hit. Wait. Yes, you do. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! About to say, I will use my coin on this. This is getting frustrating. <laughs> um, go ahead and roll damage for me. Okay. <laughs> How about a nine? Okay. Uh, the cleric drops to his knees, um, pierced by the arrow, and as he falls, um, you see him sort of twitch. Uh, he is still material. Thuin. Th- say your name. Thurin. Thurin. I was close. Thurin. Thurin. I have to roll the, the R. I should be able to roll R's. I'm Canadian. Yes, you do have to roll the R. That is how it is pronounced. Thurin. Um, yes. It's your turn. 
All right. Well, I know I know the cleric school, and I know they're a pretty wise bunch, so I don't know if Toll the Dead's going to work on him. So they're, they're about how far away, you say? So the only one standing at this point, uh, mm-hmm. the... Uh, the fighter um, is roughly 15 feet from you. Ah, excellent. All right. Um, I'm just going to saunter on forward and I'm going to try and whack him with my mace. I love it. Roll for me. All right. Let's see here. Ooh, yes. Uh, 21 to hit. That uh, does indeed hit. Excellent. You crack that man like a pinata. Will do. <laughs> well, that's a one. So that's less exciting. <laughs> I take I, I it back. <laughs> I think Thurin just got a little bit too, a uh, little bit too in the moment, and just. He swings. There's almost no elbow. It is entirely wrist that he just flexes <laughs> and twists the mace with. There. <laughs> just, I'm prepared to give you a good thumping. <laughs> <laughs> and don't let it happen again. Bad boy. Such a bad boy. <laughs> oh, my God. What do you add to your... It's, it's surely not a plus zero. It is... It is 1d6 damage. Oh. Well, I remember it a little differently with a little bit of chicken grease, honey. You knocked him all the way back to where he came from. <laughs> it's worth noting you can't do things that are impossible. And he could not knock him out even with his whole damage because he could only do six. But you could make him do six damage if you like. With a little chicken grease, you knocked him six damage. <laughs> All right, your coin is Ah, uh, yes, that does sound familiar. <laughs> he is standing, but I mean, he is on, uh, literally at this point, one knee, um, looking up furious that he was so quickly beaten. Edwin. Um, so, Edwin uh, will cast one little bitty firebolt at him <laughs> and finish the job. Pew. It's a little bit fireball. Um, that's a dirty 20 to hit. Ooh. Well, you hit. It would have been much more amusing if after you'd phrased it that you finish him off that you missed, but you do indeed hit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the way I... Re- no. <laughs> <laughs> you get a one. I sure did. It's no. one fire damage. Ooh, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> because is that as much as he needed? No. Not this time. Yeah, so he's still standing. I mean, you did specify that it was an itty-bitty fireball. I sure did. (laughs) You're just torturing this guy now at this point. You're literally just like, ah, burn. Mm." (laughs) (laughs) Smells like barbecue. (laughs) That's all Edwin does. (laughs) All right. Uh, Oops. Jeep, there is a fighter on his last legs uh, within, you move 20 feet. He's like five feet from you. Uh, maybe like how, 10 if you're at an angle. How many last legs could he possibly have? <laughs> <laughs> mm, see, I really want to just punch him and do the least amount of damage and see if it works. 
but also I want it to work. So I will go up and hit him with my nunchucks. Okay. Roll for mm-hmm. me. Fancy weapon there, darling. Um, that is a 12 to hit. Uh, that is a miss. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, this is awesome. This is hilarious. Are they nunchucks? Or since you're French, are they nunchucks? Mm, fair. Um, thought that would get a bigger laugh. That's okay. Nunchuck. <laughs> I was looking something Non-shuck. up. I, you know. Well, this is kind of hilarious. I did not expect this. So, he stands. <laughs> and you see him, like, take in a breath. And he seems to... Fill himself with stamina and he rushes towards, well, he doesn't really rush anywhere. He lashes out at you um, using his shield as an improvised weapon. A two, Brian. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the person, but that doesn't actually mm-hmm. help. It uh, works so much worse <laughs> when we're on Zoom. Yeah, I'm just, uh, <clears throat> it is Thuin. And mm, I see. It is well, a come at me then. Seventeen against your armor class. Mm, meets it, beats it. He beats it. Ah, meets dang it, it, beats it. All right. Well, uh, no, no, he doesn't. Is that a real one, or are we? Oh, wait, damn it! Shield only does yourself, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Never mind. It, it hits him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> He throws the shield up above himself and does nothing. He does four damage as he basically takes his shield and jams it into your chest. Mm. Giving you a nice bruise, presumably, beneath your um, your armor. Mm, owie. We oh, it hurts so bad. All right, uh, Ryan. Um, oh well, excuse me. The cleric breathes and is still material, as does the other fighter, but uh, they're not moving. Ryan, it is your move. Uh, at that point, I see that Thorin is having a little bit of a hard time, so I start to make my way over to him and this creature that decided to bruise him. And I'm just going to take my my axe and I'm just going to thump him right on top of the head and just be like, no, don't do that to people. Um, Roll attack. <laughs> how about I nat- cast get. <laughs> nat 20. Uh, is it a dirty 20 or is Ooh. it a, um, did you nat- crit? Crit. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Get his ass. D8 plus four. Well, yes. Um, and then it's actually 2d8 because you critted. Oh. Twice the dice. Twice is nice. She critted her pants. <laughs> oh, I critted all over the place. <laughs> I can't take. I'm sorry. I crap myself. <laughs> uh, so how much damage did you do? 13 plus 4, 17. Okay. Uh... You split his skull and twine. Shit. Oh uh, wow, Red, that's a little excessive, don't you think? <laughs> and he immediately dematerializes. 
<laughs> well, I mean, he hit our friend here. We got to teach him a lesson somehow, don't we, Sugar? Uh-huh. uh-huh. I guess so. We're, just to make sure. <laughs> Thurin, you- just, Thurin just stands there having seen someone's head split up, and he's like, yep. We, we absolutely, mm-hmm. sure do. I guess they don't do it like they do back home. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me, just make sure, how much damage did you do? 17. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, yeah, okay, cool, cool. The low, low, low amount of hit points you had and the low level we are, that's probably like an auto kill, right? Well, that's, so, um, I don't, and I actually... If you hit them for negative more than half of their health, yeah. then it's automatic. Death. She hit for is, that was more than maximum their health. Oh shit! So because they had one Ooh. HP left, and then oh, oh I may no. be small, but I'm mighty. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, that was uh, yeah okay. Uh, so are we at an initiative? Yes. So as uh, well, wait, wait no, what happened to not. the cleric then? You're not out of initiative. Um, and I apologize. So the uh, this fighter drops, dissipating immediately. The other fighter is still on the ground, and the cleric is still on the ground. Uh, meta, they're rolling death saving throws. Mm-hmm. Um, Edwin, no, not Edwin. I'm sorry, Thurin. 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 What do you do? Um, I mean it's. It's the point to win, right? It's the point to like yeah. kill the other guys and yeah. Right. This is I a- mean, I think we would just win if we got all the, the things we came here for. We were supposed to get the chest, are we not? That's what I heard. There was nothing in the instructions about killing anyone. That's a fair well. point. The other ones just got in the way, right? <laughs> <laughs> Minor inconveniences. <laughs> suppose professional courtesy. And then uh, Thurin's just going to uh, bend down and touch the uh, cleric on the forehead for Spare the Dying. Okay. Just, you know, game recognize game. And <laughs> touch his head and then we're just like, all right, we can go now. Okay. Do you do it to the other as well or just the cleric? Um, I mean, if we're still an initiative, that's all I could do. That's true. And technically you are. Um, Edwin, it's your move. Um, I think Edwin's just going to go to, is it just one chest? Like that's the, clearly the thing we need to get. It's like a pile of chests in the middle. Okay. Well, do I have like a list of the things we need to get? It's just get the medical supplies. Um, okay. Well, I think then Edwin secure. is definitely going to think that we're just like going for the, 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 the goal. So I, Edwin's just going to go to the chests and try and get medical supplies. Okay. Um, perfect. So as you approach the chest, you can see that they're all open. And within, um, you see uh, what look to be potions, um, bandages, uh, even um, maybe what look to be some sort of uh, small vials of... Um, it, it, you recognize it as some sort of elixir, but nothing that strikes your mind. Just various colors. It's an assortment, a medley. Greatest hits of healing. <laughs> greatest, greatest hits, hits of, of healing. healing. My oh my favorite. gosh. There is going to be a Quest Fest EP called Greatest, <laughs> yes. greatest Hits of Healing. Yes. So Imagine all the greatest healing songs together on one collection. <laughs> 
sexual <laughs> Okay, that's what Edwin does. Um, you have an action remaining. Uh, you could reach in, or you could. Are you just securing them? So, what, like, what are you doing when you get to them? Yeah, I think like I'll use whatever my action is to secure as many uh, supplies as I can. Are you reaching into the chest? Or are you like closing the chest? Yeah, I see the trick that you're trying to do. I'm reaching into the chest. Okay. Well, I needed to know. It's not that it's a trick. I just, I have to be specific. All right. Buy me with a mimic, man. Uh, it <laughs> is. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> the chest snaps closed, taking your hand. <laughs> no. No, as you reach in, you're immediately struck with two realizations. One, none of these potions are real. Uh, they are illusionary. As Aww. you reach in, you pass right through them. Two, a small alarm goes off, but it's a pleasant sound. Almost like a chime. <laughs> Retcon, it's exactly that. That is what it is right there. But not, no, not with trumpets, copyrighted. with Cameron singing it. Ah, nice. yes, there we go. And that's how they wrote, that's how they stole the Final Fantasy Victory fanfare. Right. And we were never sent a cease and desist about it. <laughs> Ever. Square Enix would never do anything like, what's this letter? <laughs> wow, that was fast. Okay. Wait, that's not. That's Mario. Oh, the Zelda one is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's What's, what I was thinking. I was thinking of the like Mario Kart when you win the race. I don't remember uh, what that one is. Well, you'll have time to think of it while you jeep. What do you do? I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, there is a fighter who is still fighting, gasping for air on the ground. And Edwin is currently securing, also being unpleasantly surprised by the contents <laughs> of the chest. Hmm. I think I will just hold my action to see if something happens. Okay. Um, what specifically? Unfortunately, when you're ready in action. I do. Yeah. Maybe I will just call out to be like, Joffrey? <laughs> Joffrey, are you somewhere nearby? Did we win the game? <laughs> As in answer which it is i don't know why i said as in an answer it is directly an answer to your question in fact win is a strong statement but you did complete this objective from the top of the room the voice grows closer and dissipates from invisibility and materializes in front of you as he lands he looks around the room and points gesturing at the uh, fighter and you see him twirl his fingers and a small beam uh, erupts, hitting him. And he says, it's just cruel to leave him like that. At least this way he can fathom his loss from, you know, the sideline. And he turns to the four and he says, well, you did better than I expected. I thought for sure the traps were going to get you. I think I lost a bet. <laughs> okay, is there is there anything else we have to do? Because that was pretty easy. <laughs> uh... That's not the way I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If I had said that. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so he looks at Edwin and he says, oh, did you want something more difficult? No, no, no. no. no just turns right. and looks at Edwin. No. No. no, I don't. I don't. I was just wondering if we if we completed all the tasks we were supposed to do. Uh, he just want to get a good grade. He gives a genuine smile uh, at that. He 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 says, well, you certainly did well. Unfortunately, that was only step one. 
the rest comes next. But I advise you take this time to rest. And he walks to the door on the other side and you see him use that ring from before and he seals the door. And he walks back and he uh, seals the door on the other side as well. As he does so, he's humming some tune that you're not quite familiar with. It sounds a little bit like the graduation song, um, almost <laughs> like pomp and circumstance, uh, but uh, syncopated. All right, camera. You mean the graduation like? song bum, from Vitamin C? Bum, 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 bum. Is that what you're thinking of, syncopation? Yes. <laughs> I was I, saying, I was that. I was thinking he was going away humming as we go on. <laughs> <laughs> um uh he seems in a genuinely good mood and uh he returns after he's sealed the doors and he says take your time rest there's another day of this for you i would rest as long as you can and he sort of uh laughs to himself kind of this cackle that kind of grows in his throat. Like he thinks it's just the funniest thing he's ever heard. Um, just ha. <laughs> and he, Someone off uh, in the background just goes. <laughs> um, and he says. Just way in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later. And he uh, goes through um, the wall, sort of dematerializes and then rematerializes behind him. See you later, crocodile. Wait, no. Um, okay. Uh, so we're gonna take a rest, I guess. You do look quite bad. I'm very much yeah, like Turin, are you okay over there? Peachy, just... Just a little drained right now. I can't... I'm not really that useful right now. You're totally useful, sir. No, I mean, I don't... I don't have any spells left, so I, I could use some sleep. I think Edwin already fell asleep. Um, Do it. He has a deviated septum, so he snores very loudly. Do any of you take watch or prepare anything? I'll stay up. Uh, I mean, I I only need four hours uh, to meditate, so I can, if someone wants to to take. Sure. You, Edwin fully needs eight hours. You you can, so fun fact, you can do a watch cycle even while you're resting. So as long as you don't participate in strenuous activity. So for example, you can take two hours each and all rest and still get the benefits of a long rest. Although specifically, the person who can do that even better is the elf because they uh, get you know a cooler thing. But you can. Thurin can just do it and also participate in strenuous activity for four hours. Um, Mm -hmm. So actually, if you just want to sleep, I can go ahead and just take the whole watch. Honestly, I'm a little worried about you, so I think I'm just going to, if you don't mind the company. Uh, No, don't mind at all. Okay, so are you going to sleep? Um, (laughs) You do. If you don't sleep, you will take a level in exhaustion. I'll sleep at some point, but I want to make sure he. Okay. Gets so you'll sleep at least six hours. So for two hours of your watch, um, you're with it. Okay. 
Um, Edwin is asleep and is taking eight hours. Jeep, are you going to participate in the watch? Uh, they sound like they have it covered, and I assume that we are safe. I do not know if that is a correct assumption. That's fine. Uh, I'm just, again, de- doing the DM thing. Yes. Uh, okay. I do a sleep. I roll some dice. Uh-oh. Do you roll some dice? That's not the way I remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the running gag, people. That is... Yeah, the way I remember it is that, is that Joffrey came in and said, congratulations, you got an A on your assignment, and you're all done. So, the really, the day passes um, without any seemingly um, danger occurring. As after you rest, you feel stronger, more experienced even. It seems as though traveling through the tower and fighting granted you a level of thought you haven't had before. You all level up. (laughs) Yay! Yay! So, that being said, you'll need to do that. But after the eight hours is up, um, which during the night you do hear noise, um, there's still fighting going on outside. You know from your previous experience with these exercises or just even hearing about them that they do... They go on um, until whatever objectives have been met, which in this case, it's a free-for-all. You, after around hour seven, it gets quiet and still. And then, right at hour eight, right as everyone is waking up, Godwin proceeds through the wall. God, Godfrey, sorry. Thank you. Uh, Godwin is a character from one of my favorite games. Uh, and it's actually Godport, so we were both wrong, which is even more fun. <laughs> Godport returns. He looks uh, a little less put together, a little shaken. And he says, I hope you're rested because it's time to move. And he points out at the battlefield and you see huge uh, swaths of light coming down And where the light is, you can see, uh, and and where people are, they seem to be burning. And you see them running for the darkness. He says, you have about three minutes before this area is covered in light, in which case you'll start to fry. You need to move to the center. And he points towards the battlefield where you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's is this PUBG right now? Lee, overwhelmed and you will burn if you're here. So you have to get, and he points out to the chaos where you see elemental spells flinging, bolts of lightning being called down from the sky, shattering uh, men in armor, bodies dissipating at incredible frequencies across Huge comets shattering the battlefield. Lone pockets of three and four wizards flinging out what looked to be almost golden rays that, upon contact, disintegrate their opponents. Other words, big swaths of earth opening up and swallowing um, men in golden plate armor. Otherwise, you see fiends bound in chains, 
crossing. And Godport points and says, for your next task, you have to survive. And he points and says, I recommend any to a specific area. He points and says, I recommend getting there. And there's a small, what looks to be valley-like setting, somewhere quite like where you started. It says, it'll keep you safe for the meantime. Remember, the more you survive, the longer, the more merits you'll be awarded at the end. In order to help, he says, give me your rings. And he gestures with his hand. Edwin gives him his ring. Okay. Give him his ring. Ryan, Justin. Sorry, I'm dying. One second. <coughs> oh, no. I slowly hand over my ring because I'm not so sure how I feel about it personally. Thurin hands over his ring, uh, but like... He's not looking at the ring. He's looking at Godwin. You see him dump the rings kind of haphazardly into a uh, satchel on his belt and pulls four others out from the other side. These will give you unlimited charges to fix and mold the very terrain to your ability. Be forewarned, it takes all of your attention to do so. For meta knowledge, that is the entirety of an action. Um, you can move and do so, but only at, you can only do it while planted. So you must be standing still, again, in meta terms, to cast this. So either at the beginning or end of your movement. You can't run, stop, and then move again because it takes too much time afterward. Hmm. Okay. Do you have any questions? You, you don't have any more um, uh, advice for us? He gives a ugly smile, his toothy grin from underneath his um, clean-cut beard and his crooked nose, and he says, Well, remember that if you can take down something stronger than you, well, you'll make, how do you say, an even better grade. That shouldn't be too hard for people like us. We're we're a little tiny here. You seem to be having a bit too much fun seeing all this. <laughs> Is there a reason that you're having a good time seeing your students struggle and at least pretend to die? Upper class, man. Um, he grins and he says, simply that, because it's the illusion. If I was sending you out to die, I would feel much worse. But you've already succeeded once. Frankly, between you and me, my money's on you. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I need you to survive at least two more hours. Mm-hmm. Mm, 50%. <laughs> you would sacrifice a grade? I don't think your family would approve. No, I'm saying 50% of the cut if we survive two more hours. We'll do that for you, but 50% of the cut. Uh, he says, if you survive four more hours, I'll give you 50%. Deal. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he says, just what is the cut? How do you give me 50% of your grade? What do we get? No, no, it's money. We get money? Well, he's getting money. He's he, betting on us. Godport looks at um, at Edwin, almost almost saddened. Like, almost like he, he's like sad that he doesn't understand. He's like, Edwin, if you were betting on you, the upperclassmen, I mean, why else would we do Go to this much, he points out. Yeah, but we're not allowed to bet at school. It's against the rules. <laughs> oh, he honey. turns back to Thruin. <laughs> I'll make sure that you get the money. 
Mm. <clears throat> I didn't say good. I didn't want the body. <laughs> I'll make sure you get your portion. Good. A last bit of advice. A group of students will be heading your way shortly after you arrive. They are upperclassmen. Not my grade, but a grade above you. Hmm. I'd be prepared. Okay, we'll kick their ass. Let's go, guys. All right. See you in four hours. So you turn to the window, and as you do so, um, he smiles and he sort of flies out, disappearing as he does. Before you... Gotta get fly. Right? You would know, looking at him, that he's not casting a spell. It's something he's wearing. In fact, if you want to roll Arcana, you can um, see what he has used so far, because he's gone invisible several times. Uh, I will not, because I am not interested. Uh, you do not actually recognize it. Thuin, okay. Thorin. Hmm, whatever that is, I need one. Uh, <laughs> maybe later. As you look outside, the battlefield is large, but exceedingly runnable. To avoid doing math uh, without a battlefield in front of us, I will tell you that you are aware that if each person runs forward and uses, they, you would be able to put down the ground beneath your feet as you run, essentially. Kind of playing hopscotch. Now the question will be, can you avoid drawing the attention of the chaos? Other options, you're aware that you could go back down the tower and try to exit through the front door. <coughs> However, both walls are still sealed from where Godport had sealed it previously. Mm-hmm. So we are very high up in the tower and we can jump out the window, laying stairs. You'd be putting stairs down via the rings. Okay. Would be the assumption. If you jump, you could jump. That is obviously an option, but it is a fall that like, you reckon would not be pleasant unless one of you has a spell mm-hmm. to alleviate such things. Oops. So what does everybody think would be better to go back down the stairs inside and uh, just open up a door somewhere down there or try and scale outside? I think it would probably be safer if we go back down through the inside. I agree. We might draw a little bit of attention if we scale down. So I think that's also fair. I think that is the point of why he gave us the rings so that we can just go out the window. You did say this was unlimited, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. He did. Once you've attuned, which in this case, typically attuning would take an hour. However, these rings seem to be some sort of semi-functional. Uh, you assume, uh, even from your previous 11 in the Arcana check, based on your previous knowledge, that the environment itself is providing essentially the attunement. Because you were in here and the rings work in here, they work for you. You know that you can create matter within a five-foot square, um, essentially of your own devising, that it can be uh, going down or up. It can be a wall, et cetera, et cetera. You know the drill. But specifically, that it takes by the end of the round to recharge. So if you do it at your turn, by your next turn, it will recharge. So essentially unlimited, but you cannot do, say, two in one round, even if you had somehow the actions to do so. I see. And we can't move after doing it. Correct. So, wait a minute. So as soon as we move, what we did goes away. Unless, thank you, unless you were concentrating on it. And it will remain, you guess, for roughly a minute. Okay. I mean, we could do kind of a complicated, like, 
I create a five foot set section of stairs, someone else, someone else, you know, and it just, you know, mm-hmm. doing that. Or we could just go down the inside. I, I don't, I don't see why we couldn't go down the inside and just figure out which way is the best way to exit the building. I'm going to agree with Edwin on this one. All right, let's do that then. We have to figure out how to get out of these rooms in. With the rigs. Okay. We can, we can, so, um, we can take away material too, right? To your knowledge. Okay. So, uh, Edwin is going to go up to like the wall where the door was and try and use the ring to open up an opening where the door was. As you do so, you get sort of a grid-like effect and you see, uh, both where the permanent wall is underneath and then where the pseudo-illusionary wall that is which is preventing you um, that you can collapse or create in front of you. Um, and you are able to, if you wish, open up essentially what would be a doorway. It looks like you cannot create a wall around it as that is permanent, but the doorway here seems to be uh, not fixed. Cool. Um, so let's... Is, are the stairs on the other side? Down? Yes, this is the same. This, way. I'm assuming this is the same way you went before. Yeah. I'll cool. go through the door. Following? Following. Okay, cool. Let's go. As you make your way down, it seems the effects that were here before have vanished. Um, the room has, uh, or the rooms, have somewhat appeared to be in a blank state. Um, as you enter, they look more like storerooms or the rooms you remember before. So you exit down the first flight of stairs and you're filled with a simple uh, storeroom before you. What do you do? So everyone, which which uh, direction do you think we should try to open up a door to to leave? The most direct route or try and like skirt around the back or what? Um, We are not to the bottom yet, are we? No, you just went one floor down. But if you would like to just cut to the bottom, that is absolutely fine. I just wanted to. Uh, I feel we can, right? Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. We're on the bottom floor. So <laughs> you cross down the stairs. Nothing, again, seems to be of interest. Uh, each of the rooms have returned to previous states you would have seen them, specifically you, Edwin, as you've crossed into these towers before. And it looks just of that of a plain setting. Uh, if anything... It looks as though many of the previously stored items have been pushed or pulled out of the way so as to leave room for the illusionary setting you saw in the last, uh, well, the last session. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Cool. So what does everyone think? Should we try and just like open up right in the most direct way and just run and hope? Or (laughs) what should we do? It sounds like what we did the first round, when we either dash across the field or try to stealth across the field. From the past, it seemed like the other tests said that stealth was the better option. So I don't know if we want to try to do what's worked before or try something new. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be much use with stealth, so I'd probably weigh you down with that. But if the rest of you feel like trying that, I'm willing to give it a shot. Uh, we, I guess we could at least try, and if it doesn't work, then we could just try and run really fast. <laughs> That's also an option. Sounds good. Sure. 
So we're trying to stealth across the field. Okay. Go ahead and give me stealth checks. Let me know all four. Nat 20, baby! <laughs> nice. <laughs> nat, nat 1, baby. <laughs> no, no. Perfect. Oh, perfect. Well, not. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's a nat 20, but it's a disadvantage, so that's an 11. Oh. Well, wait. Oh. 11 plus 2, so... Why do you have this advantage? Because I'm wearing armor. scale mail. Oh, you have. Oh, okay. Mine was 19. Hell yeah, little kids. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Did you roll That's what that we did with, last time? Did I you know. roll that with disadvantage? Ryan? Oh, yeah, you're wearing heavy armor too. Are you wearing heavy armor? Yeah. I am not wearing any armor at all. Still the same thing. Again? That's badass. Well, well, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't really matter. Because unfortunately, though the combined efforts are valiant, you hear from behind as Edwin trips and falls and makes a small screeching sound as he hits the ground, <laughs> as the air is knocked out of him. <laughs> With that, everybody immediately roll a dexterity save. <sighs> Edwin got an 11. 16. Edwin got a 6. <laughs> 17. Oh my gosh. 12 or below, you immediately fail. And as a large green ball of acid descends and explodes, those who uh, succeeded will take 6 damage. Those who failed will take 10 Ah, <laughs> uh, that's not what I remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So what happened? Uh, I think it was water. I don't think there was acid. I think it was just water. <laughs> so I think we just got wet. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. <laughs> Get wrecked, Brian. <laughs> As the acid ball descended, Elsewhere, another wizard counterspells, and the acid dilutes and turns to water, which falls, splashing the party, but doing no damage, other than you're all <laughs> somewhat cold and wet. That's a real close oh, no, one, guys. My, oh, no, my weakness. <laughs> Edwin, you're going to catch a worse cold. I'm, me- I'm melting. I have water in my boots and I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you did it, man. <laughs> I know. You just had that line prepared. He wanted to use it. <laughs> no, Justin is very happy with de- with his decision. Thurin is incredibly soggy and very uncomfortable. Yes. Love it. Okay, let's keep trying to go forth. All right. Edwin, you need to uh, do better. Um, I'm going to try. <laughs> you need to do better. The tiny people can't carry all the big people. <laughs> you do we need to s- stealth check again? Uh, not this time. Um, you're already on the battlefield. Chaos is erupting around you. At this point, there are various groups seeing you. You could attempt mm-hmm. to hide, but uh, you're hiding in what is effectively plain sight. Um, around you, you feel the earth begin to quiver. Roll for me, constitution saving throws. Oh my god. 
Seventeen. Seven. <laughs> Ryan. Hang on. Uh, seventeen. Must be nice. <laughs> Thuin, the terrain for you becomes disadvantage as the quaking overwhelms you. The others of you are able to continue at pace, and you make it uh, across the next stretch of battlefield, but behind you see your companion lagging. Do mm-hmm. any of you do anything? So, correct me if I'm wrong, can, can Edwin use like his action to uh, reshape the, the earth under us to be flat, so that like after my act, I'm we're gonna both probably be slower. Yes, right. But it'll stop being difficult for terrain for Thurin moving forward for five feet of space. Yes. Okay. Um, but if you're doing it immediately under his feet, there is the possibility he can regain his footing, allowing for a second Constitution saving throw. Okay, I want to do that. Okay, go ahead and roll again for me. Uh, Justin, sorry. Okay. Another con save. That's much better. 18. Thuin, as you feel the earth under you shaking, Edwin quickly spins around, touching the ground, and it reshapes to be flat uh, terrain, and you regain your footing, able to keep and maintain pace. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. Let's go. As you cross over into the next sort of valley. You see on the horizon troops, though they look spectral and almost ghostly, eerily blue, and they are facing off against what looks to be a large 30-foot tall fiend, or perhaps aberration, with large uh, multi-tendrilled hands that come out with uh, uh, from its massive torso, and each hand splitting into tendrils at the end. Hundreds of eyes perforate its face, and large bat-like wings extend from a what looked to be hard scale-like body. In front of you is a small river separating you and the next part of the arena. What do you do? How wide is the river? That's an important fact. Uh, <laughs> roughly 10 feet across. If you had to gauge its depths, it's difficult to determine. Um, the water is clear, but you can see it is relatively deep, clearly artificially created, and rushing by. Thurid, I think I catch your drift. You want me to grab the first five feet and you get the second? Just give it a shot. So I think Thurin and Edwin try and like team together with their rings and make a bridge. Mm-hmm. Okay. You run to the end of your five feet, Edwin, if you're going first. I should say, who's going first? You or Thuin doing the first? Uh, Edwin will go first. Okay. You get to the edge of the river and you turn the five-foot square into earthen terrain. Next, Thuin, do you do the same? Yes, to the next square long. Perfect. You were stuck here. Well, not stuck, but you are obviously standing where you change the terrain. Ren and Jeep both are able to cross aside. Jeep and Ren, do you wait or do you go ahead? I think I will stand in the middle and 
reshape the earth so that Edwin can walk onto this square. I'll stand on the other end, like closer to the other side, and I'll do the same thing. Um, so that way they can also cross. So you're effectively, are you doubling it in size? Or are you just reaffirming both? There is a pathway across now. They just cannot cross. They just cannot cross for they have just used their rings. Reaffirming, I would imagine. Okay. Yeah. So you create a small barricade on each side, keeping the water from rushing across, which is exactly what it was going to do. So you move on <laughs> past this area without any damage. Literally, the next plan was to have the water rush over the little terrain. So congratulations, guys, for reading my mind. Yay, um, we thwarted your plans again. <laughs> <laughs> Behind you, you hear the spectral army begin to charge and uh, you see the fiend taking chunks out of the land. As you're looking, you see that the sky has circled and behind it is a purple haze and everything left in that haze appears to be burning. Blossoms of fire emitting from those left in the previous area um, burning. You move on. Um, Coming across to your next section, you see the valley that Godport had told you about just beyond this uh, area. But before you are eight bodies lying on the ground, reaching up towards you. And from them are creeping vines. Roll initiative. (laughs) 